Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow. Grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. In about 15 minutes, another keyword is going to come flying your way here from KFI that you enter at the website, and that gives you a chance at $1,000. Well, uh, today there was a protest on the uh, 110 and 710 freeways. Uh, truckers, a slowdown. They're upset because this 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 stupid bill that was passed first uh, took effect first of January in 2020. It's known as AB5. But what it did is it 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 uh, uh, heavily regulated people who were working as freelancers uh, under contracts. Uh, truckers, for example who were independent business owners on their own, and they make deals to truck goods with, uh, with, with whoever they wish. This, this affected a lot of industries. Um, yeah, they, and- they gave carve-outs. And remember, Uber and Lyft put that proposition on the ballot that passed to give them a carve-out. But, uh, you know, carve-outs were just a part of a lobbying effort. But it didn't happen for the independent truckers Apparently, there was an injunction in place since 2020 that prevented the law from being enforced. There was a lawsuit, and on June 30th, the Supreme Court denied a petition brought forth by the California Trucking Association. That means that any day now, the injunction could be lifted, and that could be bad news for the independent owner-operated truck drivers. We're going to talk now to Matt Schrapp. He's the CEO of the Harbor Trucking Association, and uh, we'll see what the effects of this... uh this uh, new uh, bill being implemented is going to have on trucking and if there's going to be more uh, protests going on. Matt, how are you? Good afternoon, gentlemen. I'm well. Thank you for having me on. So what does it do to a lot of these independent truckers? How does it change their lives? 
Well, there's a lot of ambiguity in the law, unfortunately, and I think that's one of the major pain points here. And there's a lot of the frustration that these drivers are feeling is that folks just they they don't know the on its face what it what it does is it prevents these independent owner operators from con for, from contracting with other trucking companies to provide services. They are will will be unable to operate under another trucking company's authority, and from an initial blush, will at a minimum be forced to go out and get their own authority, which just has additional costs associated with it. And again, there's a lot of ambiguity within the law itself as whether or not that's even going to be a possibility. Really? So, I mean, this is pretty far-reaching for the trucking industry because I know in other lines of work, it just put a limit on how many uh, how many independent gigs you could have in a given year. But this keeps you from having any? Potentially, yes. It really only sets up one surefire pathway, and that's an employee-based driver model. Uh, so you, here at the HTA, we have several different business models, employees with their own trucks, uh, employee companies with their own trucks. We have owner-operator companies. We have everything under the sun, hybrid models, and essentially all of them are, are curious about how this is going to pan out. So you, 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 you just have to work with one company, one trucking company? That would, that would be the thought. So really, at the end of the day, this is where these legal questions are, are still outstanding. That if you are an independent truck operator, you own your own equipment. If you go and secure your own operating authority, you get your own insurance. You get a concession from the Port of Los Angeles. You register with the Port of Long Beach. You pay the yearly fee with your truck. You set yourself up with the uh, UIIA, which is a Uniform Intermodal Interchange Agreement, uh, in order to take possession of the equipment, you take financial responsibility for what the is, chassis. What is the danger of being an independent trucker? Why did this need to be regulated? This doesn't seem like uh, it's a problem. It's just well, a way of uh, another way of doing business. Frankly, I, I think that it was driven by um, labor. Uh, the Teamsters, in particular, have been very vocal about port drayage trucking for for many years, for the past couple decades at least, especially related to some of the misclassification suits for companies who were misclassifying employers employees as owner operators. So this drove basically uh, after the Dynamex case hearing at the Supreme Court of California in 2018, on its heels came this bill, which basically spread the ABC test across the labor and unemployment codes, which basically said you have to be an employee, which paves the way essentially for additional organizing opportunity. Oh, so the Teamsters yes, want more members, so they had Lorena Gonzalez facilitate a bill so they could get more members forced in. What, what are the uh, benefits for somebody that's an independent trucker? Because uh, Lorena Gonzalez tried to sell this as, well, you become an employee, and therefore you'll be subject to all the protections and benefits to being an employee of a company. What, what do the independent truckers say that the, the, their benefits are for having their lives continue the way they are? It's about freedom. It's about their freedom of choice to be able to decide who they want to haul for, when they want to haul, if they want to take a month off at any point in time during the year. They have that prerogative. Obviously, as an employee, you're limited to whatever type of employment contract, which usually doesn't involve a full months off at a time. 
if you don't show up for work, as we all know, you can only get so many strikes against you before you get terminated. And I know in some of her recent tweets, she's been pointing to a one trucking company in particular. Um, and you go on their website, and they're always looking for employee drivers. If these independent contractors wanted to be employees, there has been a tremendous amount of employee job openings available to them for the past several years. The bottom line is, is they don't want to be employees. That seems to be a basic freedom that people should have, that they decide what kind of employee-employer relationship they have. And as long as there's a trucking company willing to take you on as a, a freelance driver, an independent driver, then well, it's not harming anybody. They're, 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 you would think. That is ridiculous. What an yeah, so abusive state this is. You're Matt saying you're, the overwhelming number of independent truckers, though, don't like AB5. Has that been the case with polling or other means? From anecdotal conver- direct conversations through kind of the grapevine, so to speak. And again, I think the facts just speak for themselves. There, there are plenty of employee jobs that are available. If these folks wanted to be employees, they, they literally have had that opportunity. So just by that, by virtue of the, the availability of these employee jobs and these independent contractors deciding to maintain the business model that they're working under, I think gives credence to the fact that they are not interested in becoming employees. And the frustration with AB5 is it didn't give a type of, you know, let's call it a carve out for them to remain as independent businesses, or at least there isn't enough clarity within the law and how they're exactly supposed to do that. So Uh, the way you explained it, they either have to become an employer themselves with all of that bureaucracy that you mentioned that comes with it, or they have to be hired as an employee and take those jobs you just mentioned. It seems like those are the only two choices they have. At this point, yes. What 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 is the uh, your group going to do now? I mean, you you had slowdowns today on the one ten and the seven ten freeways. Uh, there's some picketing going on. So, what is the Harbor Trucking Association plan for uh, further public protest? Well, I'll tell you. I'll be honest with you guys that this was not our doing. This was an organic movement that started. Yeah, John, they're independent. <laughs> yep. They don't report to anybody. That's right. They made their right. own decisions. Well, really, to really protest. This, this was just a group. Maybe of they truckers. just organized on social media. Who knows? I don't know. That's exactly how it happened. It organically grew out of social media and just the frustration in these trucker chat groups on Instagram, Facebook, etc., where the frustration just started being vented. And then the, as I was viewing it happening in front of me, monitoring these these groups, that it, it literally happened organically. Someone mentioned it. They said, hey, let's, you know, let's let's shut it down. The state of California clearly isn't interested in our concerns and the only way that we're going to be have our voice heard is to have a large action i mean i've seen estimates today that we're we're talking about close to 700 trucks that were participating in these various actions across the harbor and so what's what's the best possibility here getting a carve out from ab5 i mean maybe the fastest thing i guess at the end of the day yes but i think that just clarity Within the law itself, some clarifying language, you know, we're well past the bill introduction dates up in Sacramento, so we won't be seeing something this session. But anything that would provide a level of clarity, a pathway for these men and women to understand how they can remain independent without having legal questions floating over their head 
waiting for either a plaintiff's attorney or the Department of Industrial Relations to come knocking on somebody's oh door. You know, this is just the, with all the supply chain problems they already have, they have to do this to the this, trucking this people. Is, this is Soviet Union stuff. Well, listen, thank you for coming on, Matt. And if you have any more information along the way, let us know, all right? Thank you, gentlemen. You right. have a great afternoon. We're with remember, them. if you got it, a truck brought it. Yeah, yeah. if you now, got it, a truck brought it. Matt Schrapp is the CEO of the Harbor Trucking Association, and they did a, well, it, independently, independent truckers, they want to stay independent. They did a little protest today on the 110 and 710 freeways, slowing up traffic to bring attention to their cause. They want to stay independent. And this AB5 is possibly going to prevent them from doing that because they're going to either have to take a job with a company and become an employee. That's not independent. Well, they'll have to sort of become their own employer, form their own company, and go through all of the paperwork that Matt yeah. described, all the bureaucracy they'd have to, all yeah. the uh, hurdles they'd have to yeah. jump. This, this law was written by a union stooge named Lorena Gonzalez. And after, yes. she is just a union stooge. And her job was to get this through so now all, a lot of these guys Potential would be, union would members, be forced right? to work for trucking companies and join unions. The Teamsters were behind this. And so Lorena Gonzalez did her stooge work. Then she leaves the legislature and gets a job as a union executive. And that's how the real world, world works. It's just more corruption. And I feel when bad we, for the truckers having to go through this nonsense. Uh, when we come back, you'll get the keyword for a chance for $1,000. And we'll also tell you there's more woes for California's truckers. We could lose 70,000 trucks delivering goods in California. We'll explain what that's about. It's the legacy of Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's coming up next. John and Ken, KFI. More bad news for truckers coming up in a moment, but here's your chance to win something. Now, your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Check. That's check. C-H-E-C-K. Enter it now at KFIAM640.com slash cash. Powered by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you're hurt in an accident, winning is everything. Call the winning attorneys at Sweet James. 800-500-5200. That's 800-500-5200 or SweetJames.com. If you win, you will get an email saying you won. So check your email and the junk and the spam folders, too, in case it slips in there. Listen to KFI. Winning keyword starts in the 9 a.m. hour all the way up to the 5 p.m. hour every weekday. Next chance to win next hour at 420 here on KFI. All right. Yesterday during this hour, we talked to David Goldstein, investigative reporter for CBS 2 and Channel 9. And his story last night was he was going to name names celebrities who live in the Calabasas area who have been cited for using too much water. We're going to play that after 3.30 mm -hmm. because, well, John, I did learn which Kardashian it was. It leaked out in another news report this I, morning. I saw this morning, yes. But I had predicted accurately, I even bet a dollar on it, that there was going to be a Kardashian in there. How could there not be a Kardashian? There is a Kardashian in the mix, and we'll play David's report. After 3.30, this is the Calabasas, Las Virginas Water District. A lot, uh, lot of big names. They've gone crazy with <laughs> David. Dave, David was not uh, exaggerating on the list of big names. Is that right? Yeah. I heard Kevin Hart's name come up. Yes, yeah. he, was, he was on the list, too. Yeah. And the name of the environmentalist also, which I quietly guessed, and I was correct. Oh, all right, so we'll hear it after 3.30. Uh, we were just talking about how independent truckers uh, were protesting today. They don't like AB5, the bill that was passed in the legislature signed by Newsom, which will take away their independence. They're going to have to find work with a company as an employee or become their own company, so to speak. 
the other bad news for the truckers is one that's been around a long time, but it's going to come to a head on January 1st of 2023. And it's possible that 76,000 trucks may be off the roads of California. 76,000. This is the one that's going to no longer allow what they call pre-2010 emissions spec engines. So it says here, according to the California Air Resources Board truck and bus regulations, they're going to ban the use of all trucks powered by 2006 and older emission spec engines, with a few exceptions beginning in the year 2023. According to this article we're reading, that could affect up to 70,000 trucks currently on the roads in California. You know, and this stuff affects your life because you know how hard it is to find stuff on the shelves. Yes. I mean, there is not a store I go into where there isn't some supply chain issue involving some products. There's gaps on all the shelves. I talk to uh, clerks and managers, and they, they say how difficult it is to get all kinds of stuff, weird stuff that you'd never think twice about. And now, now you, you have that, that, that uh, trucking law that passed that we discussed in the last segment where you can't have – where independent truckers – can't work independently anymore. Then you have their trucks being declared illegal. Yes. Well, a lot of these guys are going to get out of the trucking business in California because it's obviously really expensive to have to get a, a, a new truck. Uh, oh, this is crazy. I, Drivers I, who do own a 2010 model year truck with a 2010 model year engine can report their engine is compliant, but they have to actually send photos of the engine compartment to show that. They, but... It says here, for owners who have their trucks domiciled in California, these trucks will be blocked from registering by the California the, DMV the, after January 1st. Wait, it's even worse. If you're an out-of-state owner and you operate these older engines, they could impound your truck. And they are going to put patrols at the California borders. On, on, on the highways that leave Arizona and Nevada, and for example. The engines and, and they're going to be inspecting the trucks as they come in, the way they inspect for uh, medflies and fruit now. So you're not going to be allowed in the state. You're going to be turned around and sent back. Now, God forbid they would do that to deal with the illegal alien crisis, right? <laughs> but legal Americans working as truckers, which is a difficult job. It's not fun being a lifetime trucker. And these are the guys you're beating on? With all the supply chain problems, on top of that, they can't even work independently anymore. I mean, this is so obnoxious and abusive. And this is the legislature you vote for. And then they create the, the stupid the California Air Resources Board, which is so abusive, too. And they're not, they're, you know, they're not even uh, accountable. They're appointed people. And it's, it's terrible. And then you're going to wonder why you can't find stuff or why stuff is so expensive. You elect people and you pay these elected people to make your life difficult and, and expensive. Why? But this is the stuff nobody campaigns on. This is the stuff that isn't covered in the news. It's terrible. All right. When we come back, we'll play David Goldstein's report on celebrities living up in the Calabasas area. They're customers of the Calabasas Las Virginis Water District. Um well, they're wasting water, according to the Water District, and action has been taken to limit the amount of water that they can take into their households. 
And David Goldstein is naming celebrity names. We'll listen to the report coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Right, coming up after 4 o'clock, another reason just to love the L.A. County District Attorney, George Gascon. Apparently now he's disbanding the victim's advocacy team in the L.A. County DA's office, known as the Lifer Unit. Do you believe that? Basically, this means that they're not going to keep victims up to date on the developments of upcoming hearings or possible parole of the criminal. He hates victims. He really hates them. Yeah, they don't serve his mission. It's just so weird. Uh, We're going to be talking to John Lewin, who is a deputy DA in the L.A. County uh, District Attorney's Office, and uh, he'll have some things to say about this atrocity after the news at 4 o'clock. The Moist Line is back day after tomorrow. 1877 Moist 86, 1877 You can also connect to the Moist Line by using the iHeartRadio app, the little microphone. You can use that to leave a message. Well, yesterday, this hour, we had David Goldstein, CBS 2, Channel 9, investigative reporter, and he told us about a story that was coming up last night at 11 o'clock on the Calabasas Las Virginis Water District and how they were cracking down on people that overuse water. And in particular, this area has a lot of celebrities. So they actually installed, in some cases, what they call a flow restrictor. Mm. We are going to play the report from David right now. It's been this way for probably about four, three, four weeks. Mike Hazen is talking about this, the brown grass outside his Agoura Hills home. This stinks a little bit. Ever since a drought emergency went into effect last December in the Las Virginas Water District, people have been asked to conserve. Watering now is only allowed once a week. Everyone has a water budget. If you go over it, you may get hit with financial penalties. Staying in budget leads to brown grass at Hazen's house. I think I'm doing my part. I'm trying to do my part. But while he's doing his part, the water district serves about 75,000 residents and relies on a water supply that's dangerously low. The district covers the sprawling hills of multi-million dollar mansions in western L.A. County. CBS2 investigates found that according to water district public records we obtained, some celebrities are among those who aren't following the rules that everyone else has to follow. My name is Kourtney Kardashian, and these are three rooms in my house. Take reality star Kourtney Kardashian. She lives in this $8 million home in Calabasas. Water records we obtain show the account, which is listed under a trust, used 245% of its allotted water budget in May. That's almost one and a half times more than what's budgeted. The fourth month, it went over budget. Uh-oh. Sylvester Stallone's no. $18 million mansion in Hidden Hills is also that. on the list of those who went over budget for at least four months. Records show the account in his wife's name used 351% of its budget in May. Howie Mandel did this what? TikTok video from inside his estate in Calabasas. Water records in his wife's name 
show they used 241% of their water budget in May, also the fourth month. We also found rapper The Game. His home in Calabasas also on the list Good of song. those going over budget at least four months since December. The water supply condition is very dire. Las Virginas Water District's Joe McDermott says anyone who exceeds 150% of their budget for at least two months pays a penalty for water in an effort to try and get them to conserve. But for some, money seems to flow like water. For those customers that are very affluent and have lots of um, cash, lots of cash, financial penalties don't necessarily work. We don't think that you should be able to buy your way out of a drought. Uh, everybody needs to do their part. This is very, very serious. <laughs> You're at 26 gallons a minute. So the district has devised a plan. It's pretty quick and painless as far as installation. This disc placed in the pipe at the water meter of homes over budget for four or more months cuts flow from 26 gallons a minute. The maximum you can get is just a little under one gallon a minute. To just one. It stays on for two weeks, forcing people to conserve. I actually uh, tested one out at my house. What'd you think? It wasn't great. The flow restrictor is reserved for the worst offenders with four or more months over budget. That means all of these celebrities we showed you are on the list to potentially get one. And some already have. Records we obtained show Kevin Hart got one. They show a Kevin flow Hart. restrictor was installed on his home in Calabasas with a personalized workout area. The restrictor was removed after two weeks. This mansion in Calabasas also had a flow restrictor for two weeks. The account is in the name of the estate of Michael Jackson. What? This home also <laughs> had a flow restrictor for two weeks. The water account in the real name of rapper Nas. Imagine everybody Nas. And in keeping with the area, officials say some people, they won't say who, tried to pay their way out. Oh. Some have asked us to remove it. Say who? Um, and Kardashians? how much it would cost to remove it. What do you it, think? And in which case I've refused. They want to pay you extra to get rid of it tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. Is that fair to the average person in your district? It's not fair. I'm taking the entire lawn out. Environmental activist Erin Brockovich is doing her part, but she's also on the list Look of those eligible yeah. for a restrictor because she's been using too much water. But she's now installing artificial turf and drought-resistant plants and says she's reduced her water use. You are known for environmental causes. Mm -hmm. I am. <laughs> Yet you are listed as a water offender. In the past, there's been some months where, yes, I was above. It's like being a sex what offender. They said huh? I was allowed yeah. to use. I was fine. I've paid those fines, and I've started taking very swift action. We did have a really nice green lawn. And for those like Mike Hazen who are suffering through the drought, the hope is everyone will get the message. Hopefully we can come out of this and we can, you know, be able to get some green lawns again. Now, Sylvester Stallone's lawyer contacted us saying oh, he has 500 mature trees on the property, saying absent adequate watering. In all likelihood, they die. He's addressing the situation with the city. And Howie Mandel's representative sent us his latest water bill showing in June he has reduced his water usage. We reached out to others and they didn't get back with us. <laughs> he sent his water bill. It's CBS People are so sensitive about their image. <laughs> no, no, look at my water bill. See, I used less.
Well, I mean, the Stallone guy makes a good point. Well, they apparently have a bunch of mature trees on the property. If they don't water them, they'll die, and they could fall over onto clients' properties. But we're told the trees are good to to sort of counter well, the they, effects of climate change. They provide the, the, shade. They take in carbon. The, the government— they got to have trees, and they need water. The government has these big blunderbuss policies, and they don't use intelligence to look at each situation individually. Uh, the, the the video in this story showed these massive estates. I mean, huge mansions with lots of property all around it. Lots of lawn, lots of trees. I mean, this is unlike anything you see in any normal neighborhood. Right. I mean, I th there isn't even that much stuff on the west side like this. That, which is why they go up to Calabasas, because there's so much more uh, room there to have, to have a multi-acre estate. Right. So... Uh, but I mean, I assume they get a higher water budget than somebody who has a, uh, you know, a, a, a seven thousand square foot property. All right, coming up after four o'clock, uh, another one from the George Gascon recall desk. Oh, the one more thing: why yeah. don't they just increase the water supply? More reservoirs, desalination plants—that's what you do. Stop picking on everybody. Stop. You've never on said residences. that before. All right. I haven't? I should have. <laughs> Only about a million times. All right. We will be talking about George Gascon, the L.A. County D.A. He wants to dismantle a unit in the L.A. County D.A.'s office that serves the victims of crimes or victims' families, including things like being notified when the criminal might be paroled. Completely given up on victims. Uh, our guest, John Lewin, will come on after 4 o'clock. He's a deputy D.A. John and Ken show, KFI. All right, we'll bring out the George Gascon recall desk. There's yet another story. This time it involves the L.A. County DA's office uh, apparently disbanding the unit that works to represent victims of crime, victims and their families in case it's a murder yeah. case. That's what he disbands? The unit right. that helps victims? So we'll talk about it coming up after 405, uh, right a, after that. We'll have another bad person. Keyboard. Like, how did he get, what, what happened to him? Like, what's his story that he's so cruel to people? Also, there's plenty today in Bidenville. Holy mackerel. <laughs> he had a We've day. We've got audio to play. Well, can you imagine? I mean, he had to he fly. He had a bit of a meltdown at a reporter who challenged him over a poll. Wow. When, when your brain is failing and you have to fly from Washington to... Uh, Israel, Israel. ended up today. Israel. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's uh, I don't know, six hours, I think, at least. For the sure time change, yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe more, and and so your 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 whole uh, day is upside down, right? Like normally, he probably gets to bed about seven at night, and gets a good twelve hours, and and now you know it might be three in the afternoon, and he really should be in his second sleep cycle. Ooh. Uh so we'll get to Bidenville next hour too. Ten fifty-five, uh, ten hours fifty-five minutes to Israel from here, from DC. It is it really that much? Yes. Wow, it's farther out than I thought. Uh, yeah, I guess Kate, so. I think it's six hours to London. So, yeah, I guess. Uh, Katie oh, they, Hill. He's really screwed. Who used to be in Congress, but it was really only about a year. You know, Katie Hill, this is up in the Antelope Valley. She's from Agua Dulce. I had forgotten this. You know what her position was before she ran for and won this congressional seat in 2018? She was the executive director of PATH, People Assisting the Homeless. Talk about the homeless industrial complex. <laughs> right. Holy Max. Oh, so that's how she made her money? 
that's well. That was how she vaulted herself to uh, to this position. Yeah, I'm sure she, she only helped lasted it. a year because she was involved in a thruple. The word that people oh, come on to... didn't we didn't we ban that word? That's a gross word. That really Supposedly, is it, one it, of her it's... congressional staffers, and she and I guess what was her husband? Doesn't it sound like a body part? A thruple, like some kind of dangling body part. It didn't work out because she believes that her ex-husband sent nude photos of her to the Daily Mail and to other conservative organizations to publish without her consent. The reason she's in the news today is because she's bankrupt. She bankrupted herself. She sued a lot of these, like the Daily Mail, and they were all allowed to continue under the grounds of free speech. She lost her suits, and now she's got a pile of attorney fees. She has to pay their attorney fees. Uh, yes, and her own. Yes, and, and, and one of the journalists who broke the story, who I think we had on the air, and uh, a conservative news site ran the story, and they got sued as well, and she has to pay their legal fees. She alleged in the lawsuits that the nudes, the nudes, Violated California's revenge porn law, which criminalizes sharing private photos of someone without their permission, except when it is in the public interest. Well, yeah. I guess because she's in Congress. Well, also, she lost anyway. The, the, you know, to call something porn mean it means it's uh, arousing in some way. So I'm not sure it qualifies. Are you making a judgment? I'm just telling you about the law, I would think. The the intricacies, nuances of the uh, of the law. Well, now she's got no money. I don't even know what she does now. Did she go back and find another position with one of these social organizations I or I mean, she's just you know, one of these one of these useless politicians. You know, first of all, she works for a, an ineffective homeless uh, organization, probably using tax money. You go to Washington, you become an ineffective congressperson, uh, more interested in uh, three ways. I mean, she, she had two accusations against her. Uh, she denied the one involving her... Uh, her uh, Congressional aid. Yeah, because uh, that, that, actually, that violates <laughs> the House rules. Right. So she wouldn't admit to something that violates the rules. She admitted to another one. And it's like, what were you doing, huh? What are you, what are you doing? It's just, you went to Washington just to have sex with as many people you could find. Yeah, the story. I mean, just you got came a, you, you got a, you got a husband, you got a girl on the side, you got a guy on the side. It's like I don't care what you do, but you're supposed to be there to work for us. Yeah, she did have to pay the Daily Mail. She was ordered by a judge to pay the Daily Mail a hundred thousand dollars. This story is just from a year ago. Well, so, you know, indeed, she, she did have to pay the legal fees for the uh, places she sued. She had a bad lawyer. Because a, a lawyer should have should have told her what the what the likely ruling would be and how risky it was to uh, do this lawsuit, and then you're you're liable for because you can't go wantingly suing people and running up their legal bills by hundreds of thousands of dollars. That that's why judges impose those fines in order to discourage frivolous lawsuits. So now her cause is cyber exploitation, is what she calls it. Cyber exploitation. Uh, uh. Who cares. When a vengeful person or political opponents in a global tabloid conspired to take me and publish naked photos of me, it including was, those taken without my knowledge or consent. It was your husband. A judge ruled my naked body was in the public interest. Well, yeah. Yeah, because she was because in Congress. She was a political in Congress. Figure. Yeah. She was a public figure. Yeah, it was a big scandal.
And uh, people who live in her district have a right to know what she's up to. Yeah. All right. When we come back, big story. We'll be at the Gascon Recall Desk. We'll be talking once again to John Lewin, an L.A. County Deputy District Attorney, about the latest from Gascon. He wants to disband a unit in the DA's office dedicated to the victims. John and Ken Show. Deborah Mark has news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.